tonight on Whiskey Waffle, Nick makes a rookie error. Sat on my microphone there. Ted does a spot of caroling. And Nick makes a stunning admission. I have been a bad, bad boy. That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean, cast. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, that's that's too many hoes to start an episode. Ho ho ho! Oh, Chris, Christmas whiskey, Chris, Chris whiskey, Chris, Chris, Chrisky, Chris, Chrisky, hey, Chrisky. This is the whiskey waffle Christmas special, which now we shall refer to as Chrisky. Chrisky. That makes sense to me. How are you guys going out there? Um, Merry Christmas to each of you. I hope you've got a Christmas-themed whiskey in your hand, ready to listen to our waffle. Yeah, we hope you're surviving this silly season. It can be pretty hectic at this time of year. Absolutely, Um, Trying to catch up with family or not catch up with family. Avoid family. Yeah, yeah. avoid family at all costs. Trying to find that special present for that loved one. Trying to find that special dram to listen to the Whiskey Waffle Christmas special. Well, I think we've done that, and and our listeners will find out later on this episode. But basically... I think we, we get straight into the, into the waffle and we talk about Christmas and whiskey. The Waffle. So on The Waffle today, we're going to talk about Christmas and drinking. Because the two go hand in hand, don't they? Oh, of course. Like, what's Christmas time without a couple of cheeky bevies? Well, that's it. And I think that whiskey is one that... In the northern hemisphere, it's particularly appropriate because of all the, you know, the, the horrid weather. Yeah, when when it's snowing bucket loads outside, not that that happens sometimes in certain areas, which people would really like to have snow in. But anyway, it's just it's just awful, really. Yeah, it's just horrible just weather. Sleet. But but yeah, well, but the perfect cure for uh, sleet. Mm. Is a good glass of whiskey. Well, yeah, absolutely. And even in Australia, we have a good glass of whiskey on Christmas Day, or at least I do. Do you, Ted? Yeah, oh, of course I do. It's, yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> something really festive about it. Um, mm. There's something cheering about having a nice glass of whiskey. Yeah, I've got a few favourites. A couple of years ago, I bought a bottle of Oogadal, Ardbeg mm. Oogadal, and I thought it was the most perfect Christmas whiskey until my aunt got a sniff of it and then proceeded to spend the next three hours bagging it out. Oh, that is so disappointing, because well, Oogadal is fantastic. Oh, it's, it's one of the best whiskies in the world, right? Have you got any special Christmas whiskey memories, Ted? No. That's a shame. Well, I certainly haven't had an aunt bag out my uh, whiskey drinking at Christmas. Well, yeah, that's a plus. I suppose for me, the special thing about uh, having a dram at Christmas is just to be able to sort of, at the end of the end of the day, because we... You don't have the whiskey first up, of course. No, you don't the first, start the first thing you have is a good G and T. A glass of bubbly. Yeah, maybe that too. The whiskey comes at the end of the day. I suppose it's it's just a marker for a, a sort of a day well spent with family, mm. um, perhaps friends, eating whatever it is that your family eats at Christmas. I know yeah. mine has a very traditional sort of Christmas dinner, but in Australia, there's a lot of variety out there these days, a lot of yeah. fish, fishmas yeah. or fu- fusionmas. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it's just a nice marker, and it, it, it's something that feels a bit special as well. You, you get that sort of, yeah, that real buzz and tingle 
It feels the right thing to do. And the best thing for me is when you can bust out that new bottle that you've been saving for the day mm. and get your family together and even the ones that are not necessarily whiskey fans, but you have a little nip together and you, you know, you raise your glass to the sky and say Merry Christmas and it doesn't get much more special than that. So yeah. Christmas definitely is the time for cracking open a new bottle that you've not opened before. Maybe, maybe you've been lucky and Santa's brought you a nice mm. shiny new bottle. <laughs> or maybe you've got that one that you've been saving up for ages and yeah. just waiting for the right day. It's probably not one that you're going to open for like a new child or getting a sort of... Getting that promotion. Yeah, or... getting that promotion or whatever. It's just, it's just that one that you kind of... You're looking forward to and you spot it up there on the shelf and you think, yes. In my case, in my case, Ted, it's a little thing called self-Santa. Um, it gets to about the, you know, last day of the week of work before Christmas comes along and you're like, well... I think I've earned this. And go to your local bottle shop and think, well, I've been eyeing off that bottle all year. It's time to buy it. Let's enjoy that tomorrow. I deserve this. That That's what it's all about. Like, I, I've I've worked out. I've been a very good little boy. Mm. Or girl. Yeah, or both. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is 2017. Exactly. Going into 2018, you know. But yeah, and you think to yourself, yeah, I think I really do deserve this one. Yep. So all of you guys out there... Get the self-Santa happening because I think Christmas Day is going to be a special one for you and for you and for you. And uh, we'll raise a glass together. And um, all of you guys out there, Slonja. Slonjava. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Krisky! 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 The Whiskey! The Whiskey! That was um, <clears throat> yeah, a bit croaky, but, you know. Would you like me to try? Slightly. I don't know. I thought it was slightly sexy there, Ted. What do you think? It was very sexy. Oh, yeah. The temperature has gone up a few degrees in this recording well, booth, people. Let me just put it out there, people. For, for our Northern Hemisphere listeners, you're probably freezing. I am sitting here behind a window in the hot sun, and I am cooking. There is sweat dripping down his brow, and... He's drinking whiskey, which, you know, is not necessarily the most refreshing drink. And um, the one that we've chosen, the first one of our two whiskeys, is... Well, it's not refreshing, but it's bloody good. The whiskey that we are drinking today is a perfect representation of how Scottish whiskies can have bloody complicated names. It's a complicated-sounding name from a complicated-sounding distillery. I can't even say complicated now. Words are hard! Okay, so the, the whiskey that we're drinking today is from the magical Isle of Isla, but it's not one of your usual Isla ones. Compared to the others like, like Vaughan and Laphroaig and Ardbeg, which are big, massive peat monsters. Peat bombs. This one oh. isn't. This particular distillery promotes itself as the, the gentle taste of Isla. The gen- that, that sounds a bit lame, is it? I don't, well, I think it is because they, they take a bit of a different tack. Instead of having these massive peat bombs, they, they actually strip back the peat a lot and they try to introduce some of the other sort of coastal flavours that come from Isla. Well, it sounds lame, but let's talk about whether it is. But first of all, what is this distillery? It is... What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is one of the more complicated distilleries to... Uh, it's one of the more confusing lexicological uh, distilleries. Yes, thank there. you for quoting me back on my own article, Nick. You taught me about this word, Ted. I've got to use yeah. it now. Lexicological, that's a good word. Um, okay, I'll do this in a in my best Australian attempt at pronunciation. Yeah. It's Buna Habhain. Buna Habhain. Buna Habhain. Buna. Yeah, but 
The correct pronunciation is Bonahaven. Bonahaven. Easy, right? Bonahaven. Once you know it, it's easy. Basically, it's the one with the one with the sailor on the front. Yeah, and so Bonahaven. Yeah, they they kind of they kind of get rid of that really big peaty flavour and go with yeah, sort of they they're really about the coastal elements of Isla. They really try to capture their, the nature of where they are. And so you say that this is the gentle Isla spill. There's no, there's, no, there's no peat going on here, right? No, well, that's it. I mean, okay, we're not saying that they're completely unpeated. They do have a certain amount of peat in there, but it, it's, it's really stripped back, which means it's kind of a bit weird about the particular one that we're drinking today. The particular one we're drinking, I'm pretty sure it's called the tortoise. Or is that the tuk-tuk? The tortoik? If you just read it off the off the box, it would be kind of look like toy toy teach. Toy toy teach. Tortic. But as we have discovered, the correct pronunciation for this one is the tokchak. Tokchak. Sounds vaguely vaguely sporting, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, to me, to me, it sounds like the noise made by a cricket stroke when the leather hits the willow and then goes shooting off, and you get. Tock being the noise of the ball hitting the bat, and chack as it echoes around the stadium. And does that does that kind of summarise its flavour? No. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, no, just on the face of it. But the thing is, yeah, the it's almost like Bunnahaven plus Pete. Yeah, that's it. And the thing is, Topchak means smoky in Gaelic. Hmm. Ah, and it is. It is smoky. But it's it's weird. They're almost separated, like the tock and the chack. They're, they're separated from each other. Yeah. But you know what? I think the smoke comes first. Mm. No, definitely. Definitely the smoke. When, as soon as you sniff it, you get this nice, warm, caramelly, salty. Salty is a really important characteristic for It's salt Bonhaben. all the way through, but yeah. on the nose straight away, I wouldn't believe that this is Bonhaben because there's peat. It's Pete Smoke. It's it's certainly not to the levels that say like some of the big ones like uh, Arbeg or Lafroig are. No, it, it's not that. Um, I think yeah, like you'd agree with me, Ted. Like it's more like a maybe a Port Charlotte type smoke. I disagree. No, well, not really. Uh, yeah, you, okay. you just told me that I'd agree with you, so I was taking a contrary. I'm position. putting words in your mouth. Yes. Yeah. I, I, look, I'm going to put some whiskey in my mouth now. Excellent. Hmm. Mm. In this particular whiskey, the smoke is the first thing that hits you. Some sometimes with Peter whiskies, you'll get flavour first, and then the smoke will come on the aftertaste. In this one, smoke first, yeah, for a good couple of seconds. Then after that, yeah, it's some other stuff. Yeah, it kind of decreases. Then you, then you start getting, mm, so it's dry. Um, it's that sort of burnt sugary. Yeah, that's a good that's a good taste note. Um, it's kind of like salted caramel topping. Mm. Well, that's the thing because the finish is very salty. Yeah, it's it's got that classic Bunnahaven yeah. taste, that sort of sort of sea watery coastal spray. You know, you know what? What this is like sitting on the beach and burning salt laden driftwood. I love I love it when he bursts into an analogy. It's great. Sometimes it even makes sense. Yeah, yeah. look, I I do try. I suppose it, one really important question that we also have to ask with this is. How does this stack up against the sort of the normal Bunnahaven? Like the, the 12 year old and the 18 year old. Do you want to know my opinion? Because I, I've only tried this once before in a bar in Isla. I thought this was head and shoulders above other Bunnahabans I've had. But since then, I've come to have a much greater appreciation for the 12. 
And then you introduced me to the 18, which is bloody amazing. If you're just getting into Isla Whiskey and you love your Lafroigs, the tor- tortoise, whatever it's called, this is the one that you will love. But if you're starting to appreciate the wider variety that is available on Isla, then I think I think go for the 12. Yeah, I think you're right too. I think it's it's about um, appreciating the subtleties. Isla is all about big punchy flavors, but what Buna Haven does really well is captures cuts, the coast. Yeah, it cuts back on some of the punch and gives you gives you more of the soft stroke on the cheek. It's it's the it's the lingering wisp of wind on the coastal breeze. Yeah, it's it's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think that the Tokchak is a really nicely balanced peaty whiskey. It's the the smoke doesn't outweigh the flavour. Bunahaven does have that special something by stripping back that smoke. But Ted, this is the big question. Ted, do you think that this would make a good Christmas present? Oh, absolutely. It's time we moved on to another whiskey, which we think is like a Christmas whiskey. Crisky. So whiskey number two. Well, well, whiskey number one was, well, a present that Ted and I would happily receive. This one embodies Christmas, really. Yeah, it really speaks of this time of year. Oh, yeah. If you're a whiskey nut, that well, is. Well, yeah, and, and we are. So a fully sherried whiskey is, is very Christmassy because we, we describe the tasting notes as Christmas pudding. Yeah, it is. Fruitcake. Sherry, sherried whiskeys just are... Uh, the bomb mm. at, at Christmas. The sherry bomb. Yeah. So we're going to try one that has all the flavours, the glacé cherries, those... The raisins, sort of, yeah. the sultanas. Oh, so many of them. Bit of, bit of uh, mixed peel. Yeah, all of the peels. Um, of course, we're talking about Glen Farkless. But there's something more special about a Christmas drop, though. You, you just need that bit extra alcohol percentage. Oh, yeah, and this you need one the extra has oomph. it in spades. So, Nick, what is this Glen Farkless edition called? The Glen Farkless edition is not the 12-year-old. It's not the 15. In fact, it's not an age statement at all, but once upon a time, it was 10 years old. But the most important thing is, it's cask strength. Cask strength. And it's called the 105. Oh, what a name. It means... <laughs> Nothing to us. It's a number. Yep. It's a number. It's a, but it's a good number. It's a strong number. It's it's a particularly robust number, I think, which All is appropriate robust. for a particular. Good word. Yeah, I know. And it's a good word for a good whiskey. It's a robust whiskey. Mm. It is deep and fat. And I'm going to have a sip, and we'll see how we go. Mm. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt this is cask strength. Oh. It's like stuffing a Christmas pudding down your throat. Yeah. Ah, uh, it is. You know, you don't need to chew, you just... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Big, bold, punchy flavours. Yep. Which is why we're drinking it at Christmas time. I think it's it's a nice little... Uh, prior to a big Christmas dinner, you can sit down with the Christmas pudding and have a glass of 105 and just sip it slowly for the rest of the afternoon. I mean, it's it's possibly a little bit incongruous down here in Australia. The, these flavours are possibly more suited to the Northern Hemisphere Christmas period with winter, cold weather, mm. nice big, hearty, <laughs> sherried whiskey. Go go well sort of standing in front of the fire in your uh, really dodgy hand-knitted uh, jumper. <laughs> We're sitting here in the sunshine drinking 105. Yeah, so you, some, something potentially like the Anox, yeah, the Anox 12 or the Anox 16 would be more... The Crag and or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a very light whiskey for the Australian climate, but we're kind of traditionalists and we love having sherried whiskey. Yeah, can't can't go past it. It's it's a bit of a special one and yeah, we're we're drinking it today in this Christmas special episode. So what flavors do you get, Ted? Oh, well, can I say so many? Um 
I get, I suppose, the really traditional sherry flavours, raisins, sultanas. There's a bit of sort of dark chocolate in there. There's a bit of spice that sort of mm. sits in the back of the palate, like a... bit of cinnamon, bit yeah, of nutmeg. Yeah, definitely. I'd say cinnamon and nutmeg. Maybe a, a dash of, 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 of a clove, perhaps. Ooh, clove. Yeah. Fancy. Only one, though, remember, Just one people. clove. Just, Singular clove. Oh, you, look, mate, you only need one clove. That's enough. They're, they're very overpowering. Yeah. Trust me on that. Yeah, fully cloved. Yeah, possibly a little bit of stewed fruit in there as well. Mm. Yeah, that's sort of apricot-y. Apricot is a good mm. one, yeah. But basically, the, the 105 is Christmas whiskey. This is your epitome of Chris-key. Mm. Chris-key. It's, it's Christmas in a dram. It's it's the sort of whiskey that if you've been a very good little boy or girl this year, Santa will sit you on his knee and he'll produce a nice Glencairn glass and in it will be Glenfarclas 105 and he'll just give you a sip and you'll be a happy little good little boy or girl and then he'll send you on your way, skipping merrily until the police come along and arrest Santa for uh, <laughs> giving, giving strong alcohol to a minor. Ho, <laughs> ho, ho. <laughs> Shout out! So it's Christmas time, and we thought we would like to say Merry Christmas to people. Lots of people. In fact, we'd like to say Merry Christmas to some special people. Some very special people. No inverted commas implied there. These are people who have supported us over our journey through Whiskey Waffle. Supported us, encouraged us, fed us whiskey... All of the above. They're the ones who get in contact with us regularly and who keep visiting our site and sort of offering words of wisdom. Some of them are just people who happen to like whiskey. Others are other writers, people who would pretty much call colleagues. And in the case of one particular person, have requested a shout-out. Oh, that guy. Oh, we better start with him, hadn't we? Okay. Dave Taylor, this is for you. No, it's not. It's for your wife. Yes, seeing as you specifically requested that we give her a shout-out. This is to Carolyn. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from all us guys here at Whiskey Waffle. Both us guys. Uh, a special shout-out to our favourite whiskey blogger in India, Carissa. Yeah. Hope you're having a very Merry Christmas. Thanks, Carissa, for continually getting in touch with us and supporting us. Whiskey Nut, our good friend in Ireland. I've met yeah. this guy and he's a legend. We had a great night in a bar in Dublin. In several bars? Well, yeah, actually, several bars. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Toby at Bali Mania. That guy is on the pulse. He is knowing what's happening on the net and appreciating all... Well, we appreciate all the support that he's given. Whiskey mate! Mate! Whiskey mate! mate. Brendan, it's, uh, yeah, been great seeing your articles and having you... Uh, Check out ours. You do some fantastic writing. Always really excited to see what you do. Maybe uh, maybe you can come down to Whiskey Life Melbourne next year. Yeah. Um, to the man who has the best name in whiskey blogging, H.W. McNaughton. Oh, what a champion. What a name. Uh, Merry Christmas, H.W. Reed, Reed, our Canadian friend. Or at least I think you're a Canadian because you're... Uh, profile picture is a uh, you keep glass- saying oot in a boot yeah and your profile picture is a glass of whiskey with a Canadian flag in it so <laughs> that's another giveaway yeah whiskey mark thanks for all the support keep following us on Twitter and we will uh, we'll discuss some of the hilarious whiskey would you rather's that we can come up with and a particularly particularly special shout out to our man on the ground Andrew at the chapel thank you so much for letting us host our live whiskey events and uh, we look forward to the upcoming Whiskey Christmas event. Thanks for letting us into the Chapel family. And all you Bernieites out there, come and check out the Chapel on a Friday night. It's the place to be. It is a fantastic place. Thanks, Andrew. 
George. George. George, mate. You've been such a great supporter of ours. George uh, is the head distiller at Southern Wild Distillery. Thanks for sort of taking us under your wing a bit. Thanks for valuing valuing our opinion and, uh, yeah, letting it be heard to the world. And another person in a similar vein, Matt Cooper of Fanny's Bay. You have, yeah, just... Another person who's taken us under their wing and tried to mentor us. and We um, look forward to future mentoring. Thank you to the incredible warmth and generosity of the Tasmanian whiskey industry and the fantastic people who inhabit it. You guys have always welcomed us in with open arms and been really cool to hang out with and taught us a lot. And, yeah, we'd just like to say thank you and we hope we can continue supporting you all in your endeavours and promoting the Tasmanian industry. And a Merry Christmas to all you listeners out there because, you know, without you guys listening to our waffle, why are we doing it? Thank you so much to each and every one of you. Whiskey, would you rather? Okay, Nick. Yes. I have today for you Uh a whiskey would you rather. (laughs) Watch out. Okay, so it's Christmas morning. Uh Uh-oh. The birds are singing... The sun's just rising, mm. and little Nick wakes up. It's Christmas morning, he thinks. Hey. There must be presents waiting under the tree. Surely. He leaps out of the bed and scurries into the lounge room, and there, under the tree, is his present. <sighs> okay, but here's, mm. where, here's where reality diverges a bit, because yep. there's two choices of what his present could be, <laughs> depending, depending on the particular reality that uh, Nick splits into. Uh, um, cannot wait. Cannot so, wait sorry, sorry uh, anyone who doesn't believe in the multi, uh, multiple universes theory, um, but yeah, in this yeah. case we're going with it, and Nick runs into the lounge room, and as he runs out, he splits into two, into two separate universes. Universe <laughs> 1, would you rather have... A bottle of Black Douglas under the tree. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or, Universe 2, have a lump of coal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems, listeners, I have been a bad, bad boy. <laughs> because in one universe, I have been provided a lump of coal, meaning I have not deserved any presents. But in an alternate universe, I have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> I have murdered a very kind old age pensioner that has dedicated their life to supporting a grassroots sporting club. And uh, I... Oh, oh God. I have done something so horrible that I have deserved a bottle of Black Douglas. You see, the thing is, if I was not given a bottle of Black Douglas, then I could have very easily, you know, gone and drunk some... uh, Some bells, maybe some teachers, perhaps some Johnny Walker Red Label. All of the perfectly respectable, very bottom shelf drams. But instead, someone has decided to enforce a Black Douglas upon me, which I will have to appear to drink to appease the masses. Or to appease Santa. Yeah, let's let's say it's uh, your mum. And uh, it's that classic case of, this is the one that you wanted, isn't it? You see, the thing is, Ted, my answer is, I would not choose the Blake Douglas. I would choose the coal. Because I could (laughs) use that coal to add to the rest of my coal to burn underneath some malted barley. And then to smoke out the barley to to kill off the malting process. And then create some malted barley, which then I can turn into a wash. And then I can turn that wash into a spirit. And then I can stick that spirit in some barrels. And then eventually I can get it out of the barrels. And it will be infinitely better than whatever crap Blake Douglas once was. <laughs> so coal every day of the week. There you have it, people. That is the word on the street. 
Black Douglas is shite. Ah, Black Douglas pales in comparison to a lump of coal. Merry Christmas, people. Well, I've got to say, Ted, I'm particularly merry at this stage. Oh, it has been a very merry day. Just just uh, so you know, we have spent the afternoon with uh, friends and family mm. having a amazing spread of food and drink. So much. And so we are feeling extremely relaxed and replete. Oh, absolutely. And we're sitting here in the sun and we're just enjoying the nice day that we've had and we have to go back to work tomorrow. Oh, mm. So much adulting to do. Anyway, but um, I've got to say Merry Christmas to all you guys out there. It's been a pleasure waffling to you on this extra special Whiskey Waffle Christmas special. Indeed. We hope you, that you all have a safe and happy Christmas period and the new year brings you lots of luck. Uh, we hope that your uh, New Year's goals are to try more whiskies. And we hope you find a few drams in your stocking this year. Keep on waffling. Merry Christmas and good Night. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try that. That one. Bit. Merry Christmas. Keep on waffling. Good, Good night. night. Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least, they would have if we actually had lawyers. I have been a bad, bad boy. <laughs>